Welcome to the Hawaii Trading Podcast with your hosts Reed Hicks and Glenn Nabua. Bro, I was uh, on the TV last the other night and I was scrolling through and I saw this poker movie. You know, it's called, I think, called Molly's Game. And there's a scene in that movie. It's a good movie, by the way. Good movie. This, um, for, for, for those out there, this is not sponsored by Molly's Game, okay? But uh, I just wanted to share that there's a good scene in here, and I, I swear it direct, directly cor- uh, relates to trading. And there's a scene that Har- this guy Harlan, he's a character in there, and he was playing poker. And he was on a losing streak. He was getting beat hand after hand. And he kept back going back to the, the um, table to go get more chips, put it on his tab, right? And he kept losing. And so there's a point in the movie, the lady, the, the, the host, Molly, she's like, hey, I think you got to stop. She, she gave him the heads up. But that guy was so determined on, you know, revenge trading or getting his money back. Nothing you could stop. Um, tell him that to, to stop what he's doing, right? I think in the movie, too, he had, it was pretty real world. It seemed like it was a real world scenario. He had like a nice dinner plan with his wife that night. He missed that. Totally scratched that. Stayed overnight. Kept playing. Kept bussing. Right? And morning, sun rose. He was still losing. He looked like crap. Smoking cigarettes. Drinking. Whatever. And I think all in all, he lost over one, two million dollars from those that however many hours he was there for right and so that was that clip in that movie and that really brought me to like understand hey dude how does how do people get to that point right is it just gambling is it their emotions is it um their ego what is what is it you know then i came around across the term that they use in poker as well called tilt tilt t-i-l-t you know and so i I wanted to understand it more so i I looked it up the original usage of tilt comes from from pinball pinball machines for all those millennials they don't know what that is man um there were players would physically tilt the machine to score but as technology advanced the sensors were installed and they were able to detect when people were cheating and so the word tilt would flash on the screen when the, the sensors recognize and it would kind of, uh, you know, catch the cheaters in a way. I remember you those know. days, man. I remember seeing that. Fun yeah. factory. Yeah. <laughs> so that was interesting. That was interesting. Um, I, I think like um, I've heard it in like it could be used in a, like a, it's a me- medieval like jousting tournament it could be like a match where like the horsemen uh with their jousts would have to like a full gallop put their jousts in through small tiny rings but i mean it has nothing to do with the modern usage but that's one historical way i think more recently though like you were saying it's been re- referenced in poker but like i've heard it in esports i've heard it in chess um I mean, it, but like even now, it's more re- associated with trading and the phrase like trading on tilt, you know, like playing on tilt. It's mm-hmm. commonly used in poker, like you said. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, like, going, that's kind of like the origins of Tilt, you know, medieval times. Who would have known? (laughs) (laughs) But the definition, if you were to just take the true definition, the dictionary.com definition, right? Tilt is defined as a state of mental, emotional confusion or frustration in which a player adopts a less than optimal strategy usually resulting in a player the player becoming over aggressive that's a lot of words and a lot of things happening in that one definition there so we could you know i like to just break it down right so it's a mental state so emotional uh they're either confused or frustrated and i could see going back to that molly's game that guy was probably all of that confused and frustration um, you ever heard that term? Oh, that he was just off his game. You know, uh, athletes. Oh, Kobe wasn't in his game tonight, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, we go continue on with the definition. The player adopts a less than optimal strategy, usually resulting in the player becoming over aggressive. So that kind of reminds me of like the Hulk man, when early <laughs> yeah. in the movies, he just turns green. And nothing could stop him. And then when he turns back, he doesn't remember anything. But he and but he just he just lost some clothes. <laughs> but um, that rage that like he was just blinded, right? Um, so that's what that kind of uh, the definition reminded me. And I think I could totally see that how we do that when we're trading. You know, it's like a angry trading like the hulk gets angry and he turns into this beast and he doesn't know what he's done it's it's like with angry tra- it's pretty much angry trading you know our our decisions are clouded we make bad decisions it's like a or like a trading frenzy you know due to uncontrolled emotions we're just rapidly trading trying to make back that lost profit you know so or or even if you're up i think well no i think it's more yeah, more reference when you're down. down for sure, for sure. Trying to get your losses back. Man, yeah, that is it right there. The um rapid trading. I've definitely experienced that, right? So like well when we're we're going on this definition of tilt, we're and we're trying to share like, hey, what does it look like to even be on tilt, right? We got the definition, we got the origin of it. And we hear people use this term a lot. So what does it really look like, right? And so we kind of like jotted down some some uh, key points for you guys, for the audience out there. Increasing your risk size above your initial tolerance. So say, uh, for example, if your initial risk is 1% to 2% for trade, um, if you are down, say you've been losing 3, 5, 10 trades in a row, and you're currently on tilt. What do the bad Vegas gamblers do? They they bet uh size up their bets. Why is that? So double can, or nothing, <laughs> right? Double so down. they can recuperate their losses quickly, you know. And it's scary to hear that's some people's actual strategy, you know. And so um, that's one like over risking, of course. Uh, the second point where we came up with was um, you have a trade. You have an open trade, right? You have a valid entry. You followed your system. You're in the trade. 
but you, and you have your stop loss it's set okay but as the market's moving you're watching it you're consistently moving your stop right if it goes in your favor you're like okay i'm gonna move it up move you know trail your stop then the market starts coming back down okay let me let me give it some more room and bring it back down or even increase your risk in a way and then it goes up again and then you're, you're just doing that and so just that initial the, those actions can really uh put a put a bad uh vibe or you know not a good setup for your your trading plan your exposure your portfolio actually it's not going to be a good um, thing for your portfolio and over the next hundreds or thousands of trades you know if, you, if you're doing that every single trade what kind of results are going to yield you know i doubt it's going to be very profitable ones you know yeah yeah and so like what other things do you see read that you see traders or even ourselves yeah. oh I, my experience i uh I could definitely re relate to the first two in my earlier years, but you know, maybe like always checking the position. You know, when I first started trading, my wife would be like, you're always on your phone. Like two o'clock in the morning, bathroom breaks or something, I'd be on my phone, but it'd be because I'm checking the charts. Like, how's my position? Wake up with a cold sweat, look at the phone, not at the time, but at the charts. You know, that's that was that's something um, I would say is almost a signs of tilt. Because I'm like, I'm so worried that and then I need to get that that profit back because I lost, you know, um, and placing trades that I normally wouldn't trade or take that that falls into the lines of like forcing trades, you know, like I don't care. I just want to make my money back. That's what I was. I, I thought, you know, that like um, it didn't fit my plan at the time, you know, and I didn't realize like how deep of a hole that I was actually digging myself into. Yeah. So it's like, it's a sense of delusion. Right. A sense of like, yeah, a sense of mania. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like holding on to just that hope of making that money back or something, right? You're like, all I need, yeah. all I need is just one trade. Or yes. all I need is this to win. Those that are exact things. that exact thought man that exact thought all i need is just this one and you know i'll be okay or i'll, I'll be feel better about myself you know something like those exact thoughts man <laughs> right you know uh, so as i was mentioning i think in one of the first points uh you know moving your stop loss after placing the trade you know is that really in your plan right but you you know, when you're on tilt, you're going to move it and you're like, okay, you're telling yourself another false belief. Oh, I need to let the trade breathe. Right. Yeah, like you're justifying it almost. Yeah. You're almost um, seeing what you want to see in the charts. Oh, yeah. right. And like the charts is telling you it's in a downtrend, but like, hey, it's going to go up. <laughs> it's going to go up. <laughs> yeah. And so you're letting uh emotions make the call on your trading decisions even though your plan is profitable but you're simply just not following your plan you're not being disciplined to the trade you know and so 
like read where do, where does the trader okay like hey all right i'm on tilt i've been on tilt am i just gonna stay forever in tilt what, what no, can there's, i do is there a yeah, light at the end of the tunnel yeah to, to kind of you know the, all those like signs that we just listed there's always a counter action that we can take you know so i, I think like the biggest thing any trader can do is like just have a, a time for self-evaluation, you know, like build parameters that work for you as mechanical as possible. So let's say, for example, you allow yourself to adjust the trade two times only. Okay, man, that's in your, your plan or, you know, trader that's in your plan. That's awesome. You know, like an example, I think if I break maybe three of my rules during trading, then that's an automatic stop. No matter what, if I'm, no, if I'm green still, like, you know, I've adjusted it. I broke a rule. I need to stop. And that's a part of like self-evaluation is starting to put it in your plan and then observing and looking at your plan as you trade, you know, don't open up any more trades. If, if you're, you're finding yourself starting to dig that hole very slowly. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I think like, you, you know, don't add fuel to the fire fuel yeah. to the fire of losing you know that's right so if you were the trader that was in tilt and you implemented this rule are you writing it down are you keeping it for good is this just a, a temporary measure until your trading gets better yeah temporary measure for sure take your take a step back mm. self-evaluate yeah. and and see if you need to apply that to your plan. Maybe like it can be a, a permanent part of your plan, but at least temporary is the, the immediate answer. It needs to be right then and there, full stop. Full stop, full stop. And to help that tra that same trader when they're self-assessing and say they, they have their trades and they have some open current trades, right? It'd be a good moment during that self-evaluation or that pause in the trading day and ask yourself, if all these positions go against me today, would I be able to handle the loss without emotions? And that for me helped me put uh, my trading in perspective to the market, right? Because the market is going to do what the market's going to do. Market don't care about your emotions, you know? And so if you aren't able to answer that question confidently with a yes, then it would be wise to close your positions so that you can go ahead and reset yourself, recenter, and get back on your A game. Get off of tilt, okay? Get straight, not tilted. <laughs> and so it's that tilted. kind of, that that part, right, when you close it, then your worry, your vengefulness goes away. Um, but if you don't close it because you're holding on to it and you're telling yourself that false belief, like, hey, all I need is this one more, this thing to go up, a few more pips, and I'll be golden. You're going to have a bigger risk of blowing up your account um, in, in, the, in the long run, right? You're trying to, you have to stay in the game. You have to uh, survive. You have to survive to trade another day. So really, like if the person's on tilt, nothing can really change your mind, you know? And so um, uh, I 
like oh right here right i live i live in a condo and then this is for everyone too right if you have a workplace you have an office every building has a fire exit guys you have an emergency plan it's posted up on the wall in the case of emergency everybody exits this way and goes to the to the parking lot and you got to do a head count okay don't be no hero and go back in the building same with our trading when we sense that our accounts on fire literally not fire oh we making profits bro um <laughs> we need to have that fire exit guys we need to have that implemented have it in back in your mind but only use it when necessary kind of what reed was saying having that temporary rule when you're feeling it you're feeling it you know yeah it's like tilt happens in the moment like i think when you catch it in that moment like that's when that's a really good sign to, for you as a trader it shows maturity but like that's a moment where you need to just walk away from the computer so you you can make a better decision you know like change your environment change your environment to change your thinking get out of that anger state do an activity that gets your mind off the charts you know i like to exercise or play games with my family, socialize with some friends, go to the beach. So anything to get your mind off of that, that moment that you're, you're trading. So, I mean, after that, right, after you do, you take some time off, you, you do the, uh, exit plan and you, you, you step away from the charts. Um, for me, right. It took me a while to do this, but when I get back to the charts, I cannot help but feeling that knee-jerk reaction of looking at my P&L and it's like heavily negative, you know? And it's that guilt. I beat myself up and I'm, I'm just like, God, Glenn, you're, you're a loser. Why did you do that? So immediately I'm, I'm good. I'm at a high. It's like a roller coaster, right? Um, I was feeling low. I left the charts. Um, this was happening for me. It took me a while for to get to this point or past this point. I felt a sense of guilt, man. I felt like I was a failure in a way. I mean, and I think as humans, we have that natural human tendency to feel that emotion. You know, after seeing your P&L way negative than it should be, it, you do gonna, you are gonna feel bad, right? And our emotions are like a roller coaster. And, um, you know, we, like, I think we gotta just step, zoom out and, realize that hey tilt is part of the emotional roller coaster there's still more um beyond that right there's more emotions that we're going to be feeling and yeah, so i think uh, yeah i, I want to like kind of go off like guilt like guilt is almost the the next step like yeah you feel bad you're not on tilt anymore you know you went from tilt then you went to guilt so it's almost it sounds bad, but it's a step in the right direction because you actually feel bad for what you did or what the actions you took in the market. And there's no other point in beating yourself up. The next point is just you had to accept it, you know, yeah. just accept what happened. And then you got to take new actions from there. Yeah, they say they say that us humans can't feel two emotions at the same time. Uh -huh. uh, that's a good point man <laughs> and i just realized that you know and uh -huh. i think this is kind of 
what you we were saying was you're gonna transition from tilt to guilt, not because it rhymes, but <laughs> I think that's what kind of it comes down comes right after, you know, and so eventually you're gonna get out of tilt naturally. You're gonna have yeah. to go through these phases though. You know, and all traders will experience a degree of tilt in a way, right? Trading thousand dollar account trading a one billion dollar account like hey there's gonna be forms of that is there a way to like minimize it though like i don't want to be red every single time i identify tilt you know no that's great dude because um you know there's not no just one way to deal with it right but here we we always encourage our members at hta is to be in conversation with it if it doesn't have to be in a group setting, it could just be one on one. If you find someone that you trust who kind of understands what you're going through in trading, then be in conversation. Be like, hey, Reed, yo, man, this week sucked. Totally sucked. I was on tilt. I can, I was on mo tilt, more tilt than tilt can be. <laughs> <laughs> you tilted, bro. You tilted. So get in conversation, mm -hmm. right? And then at the same time, as I'm spilling the beans to you, I should get to a point where I'm be like, okay, I'm going to own it. I have to be honest with myself and I'm going to acknowledge it and you're going to acknowledge it. You're going to hear me out, hopefully. Right. And so I think the goal is to, to move faster, right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Move faster. Like, like from to move on from the guilt. Like, yeah, you need to acknowledge it like accept it and then you can move on past that mistake learn from it mm -hmm. that's the and then i guess the next point after you, you acknowledge it you could learn from it you know because like when when you as an accountability partner like between you and i like i don't want to be like glenn i broke my room man because I, I don't want to you hold me accountable you're going to be like why why did you do that you didn't need to do that right and i'll be like Dude, you're you're absolutely right. I hate this conversation. Like I I shouldn't have to I mean like but you know that's part of it is like having I don't want to have to tell Glenn that I traded on tilt, you know. So that kind of also keeps me in line of like to stay on, on track with my trading plan, you know. That's it. That's it. That's going to help us get over it. You know, I'm not going to be there be like, oh, Reed, it's okay. Let me get you a trophy, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, man. I need you to speak great. <laughs> That's what an account accountability partner is for. You know, they'll tell you straight what the, what you need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Out so, of love. Not out of getting in the conversation <laughs> with the right people. Right. And see if you have a community. That's even better. You know, hearing it from different other people, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, but you got to acknowledge it. You got to really just accept it. Like, hey, yeah, I screwed up. I didn't follow any rules. I leveraged more than I needed to leverage, you know. And and we got to get over that part, you know. We got to get over that part. Uh, it's like, like a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you want that drop to happen fast, as fast as possible. It's get over the scariest part, kind of like the trading, you know, get over tilt, get over that anger, which is a scary part. It's scary part. It's a scary part for your account, because if you keep trading on set, you're going to just keep losing and losing and losing. 
mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at some point, you're just going to have to, you know, put your hands up in the air or hold on to the roller coaster and you just got to enjoy the ride. The ups and the downs, you got to enjoy the, the twists and the turns because, you know, that's an accurate description. If someone was to tell you that trading is just a stairway to go up, they might be lying. Red flag. Red, Red flag. flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, there's going to be a, lots of uh, different turns, like I said. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, I think that to round off that conversation of tilt, right, uh, we got the emotions, we got the the actions to do it. Uh, we got, you know, these different things. There's there's life after tilt, you know, <laughs> and that's what we kind of want to leave you guys with, you know, along with enjoy the ride. Shout out to Tom Basso there, um, and that's a, just the theme of the journey, guys. That's the theme of the journey, and we hope you found this podcast valuable. Go ahead and listen and subscribe and, to, and share this podcast with someone you may know who would love this and see value in it. Um, thank you for listening. Have a good one, all.